Well, good evening and welcome to another exciting edition of Contending for the Faith, where the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. So don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call right now and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Well, we are now four months into the new year. Can you believe that? And we've already seen so many new challenges. We've seen catastrophic earthquakes with untold loss of life. We've seen extreme weather conditions, mass shootings, not to mention our daily struggles with the world, the flesh, and the devil. Challenges that hinder us and stifle us from moving forward. Challenges that work to drag us backwards. You know, if you're a musician, you know there's nothing worse than playing an out-of-tune instrument. It's flat or it's sharp. It's off-pitch. It doesn't sound right. Concert musicians all know how important it is to be in tune with that concert A, that master tuning, if you please, that keeps everyone in the orchestra in tune. In the same way, if we expect to keep moving forward in the face of life's challenges and difficulties, we have to make sure our lives are in tune every day, in tune every day with God and Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. So tonight, we bring you part 12 in our series entitled, How to Stay in Tune with the Master Tuner, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, and we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. We always count it a blessing to be in the studio live, and we missed uh, uh, doing this teaching when we're doing it live, as well as talking to you on a live level. So uh, we trust that uh, you are listening tonight, and you are got your Bibles, and you have uh, you buy a table with your pens and paper so that you can get blessed with this series that we've been doing on how to stay in tune with the master tune. And, you know, as Brother Gary was saying, we are in troubled times, and it's getting worse. And Jesus even prophesied that things would get worse before his second coming. So uh, I just want to say that as a means of prophecy. And I just want to say, you know, uh, there is hope. There is hope in the midst of uh, everything that we're going through. Uh, and the Lord has come to give us hope so that we can stay in tune with the master tuner. And so I just want to share with you just quickly <clears throat> a an acronym for the word hope. 
for the word hope. And H stands for hold, just hold, H-O-L-D, hold, and just hold and, 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 and keep the faith. Just keep hold, keep hold of the faith and don't let the faith in God go. Don't let it go. And the O stands for hold on, <clears throat> on to God's unchanging hand. The world is changing, but God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what Jesus said about himself through the writer of Hebrews. And uh, so we want to hold on, and the P stands for patience. It takes a lot of patience today because all of us are being attacked on so many fronts, you know, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, we're all being attacked. And just hold on with patience. Oh, the Holy Spirit is the one that gives you the gift of patience. You can't do it on your own. And then the E is expectation. Isn't that a good word? I shared this with um, our church, and so many people got blessed by it. And I wanted to share it with you so that you can get blessed. And I know that this acronym for HOPE has touched somebody out there tonight, and I trust that it's going to strengthen you as well. H, hold, O, on, P, patience, and then E, expectations. Just expect God to move in his timing, not your timing. But his timing. And this brings us uh, to this series on part 12. And we are talking about how to stay in tune with the master tuner. And uh, I've been messing with the word uh, discernment and discerning. And uh, we need to be people of discernment. Uh, and the Bible talks about in 1 Corinthians 12 and 10 the gift of discernment. And many of us need to pray for that gift so you can discern God's will and discern many other things that's coming upon your life to attack you, to misread the word of God, you know. And we need to ask God for the gift and the ability in the spirit to discern uh, God's leading in our life because that's the biggest thing about discernment. A lot of times we talk about discernment of cults and false religions and, you know, and things like that. But I think the biggest thing that we need to uh, be blessed with, with the gift of discernment, is to uh, discern God's leading in our life. Because sometimes we're just at a standstill. We don't know what God's will is for our lives. And if you have the gift of discernment, uh, he'll show you. Because he said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And I lead them. He leads you as the shepherd, as the sheep. So I want to talk about uh, three ways we can discern God's leading in our life. Three ways on how God and how we can learn to discern how God's and God's leading in our life. And I just want to deal with uh, number one uh, tonight. And number one is a yielded heart, a yielded heart can hear God more clearly. A yielded heart can hear God more clearly. 
I mean, a yielded and submissive heart, uh, a heart like David after God. And when you have that type of heart, you'll be able to discern God's leading in your life. And we need to position ourselves to hear God in everyday life situation. Then we can start to develop a sense of discernment in our life because what we've done We've allowed our conditions to get in the way of the position. A lot of conditionings in our lives got in the way of the positioning of God's will in our lives. And we got to fight that. We got to position our heart and mind in a daily quiet spirit to hear from God and just unplug our ears from the devil, the flesh, and the world. So to get into that quiet spirit uh, carries with it, and I talked about this before, is three S, that we sit, number one, and then number two, we sit, number two, and silence, and then stay, number three, in that stillness and silence, we stay in it, and we keep in it. And we continue to grow in it because we need to have that quiet time with God and just unplug our ears from hearing Satan, the flesh, and the world and just sit in a quiet, silent uh, spirit and stay there. Oh, that's another S with the spirit because the spirit that's a fourth S, in the spirit, to sit silent and stay in number four, in the spirit, because the spirit will empower us to be still and stay still in a quiet spirit of Christ. Now, because there are many uh, voices around us today on a daily basis to distract our minds from sitting silent and staying in the spirit to hear from God. Because there's the political voices, the religious voices, the cultic voices, the voices of wokeism, the voices of, of uh, uh, transgenderism, and the voices of so many things that are coming at us and we got to be careful that we stay and stay still and silent and stay there in the spirit so we can hear from God and hear from God on a daily basis because that is Satan's game plan. His game plan is to distract us from sitting in silence, staying in silence in the spirit of God. And there is a flesh with its distractions and the wrong desires and fears and pride to distract us. And that's why Paul said, every time I try to do good, evil is present with me. There's an evil that's there to distract you from sitting in silence and just staying 
in the Spirit so that you can be empowered and filled by the Spirit with God's exousia and dunamis so you can do his will clearly in hearing his voice. So this teaching on discernment regarding uh, fighting against the enemy and seeking to be led by God and not being astray. Uh, so because Satan is always in the business of imitating and mimicking God's voice. Now, let me say this in conclusion. How in all of this can we discern God's voice? Well, that's a good question. How can we discern God's voice? Well, if you stay with all those S that I gave you, you sit still, stay silent, and you also stay in his will, and then you stay in the spirit, then you'll be able to, as Jesus said in John 10, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Why? Because you are being a sheep, attentive to the shepherd and waiting on the shepherd's voice to speak to you and lead you because sheep have a way of wandering. So this is how we know God's will. Also by studying his word, we will know how to discern his voice because you can't be ignorant of his word in discerning his will for your life. A lot of people say, oh, I'm trying to discern God's will. I'm sitting still and I'm just being in silence and I'm just also be staying there in the spirit, but they're ignorant of the word of God. You got to know the word of God. As Paul says, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How do you grow? You grow in the word of God and getting that knowledge from the word of God. And then you're able to discern and hear from God and know God's will for your life. This is what Jesus is talking about in John 7 and 17. You know, will is to do God's will. If anyone will is to do God's will, he will know whether something is from God. John 7 and 17. You want to know what is from God and that is not from God. Well, you got to sit still, stay still, and then you got to stay in the spirit of God. And then you got to stay in the word of God. You got to sit still in the word of God. And you got to be led by the spirit to understand the word of God. So number one, yield it to God, yield it to our hearts to hear from God. Then we will be able to discern God's will and know God's will for our lives. When your heart is in the right place, then you will be better and able to discern God's voice in the midst of other competitive voices around us daily in our lives. And this is why Jesus is what Jesus meant in John 7 and 7, verse 17. If any man will do his will, 
he shall know of the doctrine or discern the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. This is how we are truly led by God to know his will, where God can specifically guide us if he needs to. So we're going to conclude with a prayer of confession. Lord, we just right now confess our sins. And we know that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We confess our sins from being so busy and not unplugging our ears from so many things that's trying to still our souls and our hearts and our body and our mind from eternity. And we repent, Lord, of these sins. And we turn to you. We turn to your word to bring a renewal, a refreshing in our souls. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, all right, it's time for us to take a commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Give us a call. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Contending for the Faith. With your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry O. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Now is the perfect time to give us a call. Don't wait till the last five minutes of the broadcast to call in because we may not have time to entertain your question effectively. But we want to give you plenty of time to talk about what's on your mind and uh, also time to answer the questions adequately. So give us a call right now while there's still plenty of time in the broadcast. That number again is one eight 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 F O R K F A X, And we just want to uh, let you know um, that next Saturday night, uh, we won't be in the studio live, but we will have the best of contending for the faith. Uh, Dr. Buckner will be out of town on family business, uh, but we want to encourage you to listen and take notes. You just won't be able to call in. Also, we want to encourage you tonight um, to continue to pray for this ministry. It's so vitally important that you are consistent in your prayers not only consistent in your prayers, but also consistent in your giving. It's a listener-supported ministry, and you've been supporting this ministry faithfully for umpteen years, and we can't thank you enough. But we just need consistent giving, especially right now. Uh, things are getting kind of low, and uh, we don't want to find ourselves in a situation where you tune in on a Saturday night, and all of a sudden there's another program here instead of contending for the faith. So we need you to step up to the plate and hit a home run for contending for the faith. Many of you have been long-term listeners, but never uh, have give, given anything. So it's, it's high time to, to, to start a new trend, shall we say, and um, bless this ministry and know that God will bless you as a result. So we want to encourage you tonight. There's two ways that you can donate. One, you can address a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, 
Tiburon, California. That's spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Simply go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. Uh, You know, I can't encourage you enough. Giving is, is an act of worship. You know, it's trusting God that you're giving sacrificially and that God's going to take care of you for the rest. You know, we always encourage people that uh, your tithe belongs to your local church and your gifts and offerings um, can go to contending for the faith or any other ministry that's doing the work of the Lord. And, you know, you're sending uh, a a blessing uh, ahead of you into heaven. You know, you're you're going to receive that 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 blessing. And I tell you, one day you'll stand before God. He's going to say, hey, turn around. You're going to turn around and see a multitude of people. You're going to ask the Lord, who are these people? And God is going to tell you that these are the folks that made it into the kingdom as a result of your generosity and giving. Because they heard the word of the Lord and they responded. Or they heard a message and they told someone else and that person responded. And that ripple effect just kept going as a result of your giving and keeping programs like this on the air. So we want to encourage you that that the things that you do, your prayers and your giving are making an eternal impact. So be encouraged. Know that God has, it's no accident. You're listening to my voice right now. There's no accident that God has you tuned into this program because God wants to bless you with information and knowledge and wisdom that you can take out into this world today, especially today in today's uh, cultural and uh, warfare that's going on. We need to be able to stand up for our faith, stand up in the presence of evil and call it out. So we want to encourage you tonight. All right, Dr. Buckner, you're about ready to go to the callers. Yes, let's do that, Brother Gary. All right, we have our first caller. Brother Rick is waiting on line one. Brother Rick, how are you doing? Good to hear your voice again. How are you doing? I'm blessed. Oh, good. Good to hear your voice. And uh, what's good? Last week, I a question on the Roman road. Yes. And unfortunately, I was being transported to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So what I, need, what I need is to hear the answer again. Oh, okay. Very good. You know, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I am a uh, professor uh, at Gateway Seminary, getting ready to teach uh, evangelism uh, in the month of May, June, July, and August. Uh, to students that are working on their master's and their doctorate degrees. And so I'm going to be teaching a class uh, on uh, basic evangelism. And uh, this is one of the things that we will be covering in the class on basic evangelism is the Roman road. Because when we say the Roman road, we're basically saying that uh, several things. Let me just say this at first. that uh, the book of Romans is a doctrinal book. It's a book that teaches on the doctrines of God. And uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. But 
the Roman road points to, uh, many theologians have used, points to uh, scriptures in the book of Romans that talks about witnessing. And uh, so I want to share with you uh, the uh, four, I believe it's four, uh, major scriptures that points to the Roman road. And one of them would be uh, Romans 3 and 23, because it says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So that's something that we share with people when we're witnessing. We got to let them know that they are sinners and they stand in need of salvation in Christ. And then uh, when they recognize that they're a sinner, then they uh, do the second scripture, which is Romans 10 and 13. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, along with um, uh, recognizing uh, Romans 6 and 23. Now, Romans 6 and 23 can go with the first point, uh, because it talks about in Romans 6 and 23, uh, for the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that fits into uh, the first scripture, uh, which is Romans 3 and 23, because it talks about sin. And then uh, Romans 10 and 13, it talks about call on the name of the Lord and shall be saved. And then the fourth one would be Romans 10, 9, and 10, uh, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And with the heart, man, believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I set that by memory. Now, uh, all of these scriptures, uh, I require uh, all of the students to memorize as part of their grade. And then they have to say out loud, uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10, because uh, one of the first things I learned uh, in uh, becoming a Christian and when I got training and dealing with uh, basic evangelism is Romans 10, 9 and 10 was something that they really uh, drilled in us to memorize and share that with people who don't know the Lord. So this question that you have is a really good one, not only for you, but all those who are listening right now and hopefully it's been helpful to all those who are uh listening to this program tonight because you want to uh, up your spiritual game in witnessing to a lost world and uh, you know and i think when you uh first start off witnessing to somebody because some people say well how do you start well you want to start out by just sharing with people uh god's plan of salvation. Just ask people, do you know what God's plan of salvation is? Oh, no, I don't know. And then you come in uh, with the these the fact that Jesus died uh, for their sins. He rose uh, the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he's alive on the right-hand side of the Father, is coming back again to, to receive us where he's at. And then when they want to ex acknowledge him, then uh, you lead them to an invitation by these scriptures here. You know, you can memorize one and share it with them or two, uh, because that's very important. And then you can also bring in with it the three R's where we talk about in conclusion, 
The first R is that we recognize that we are sinners. And then when you mention that, you can put with it Romans 3 and 23 and, and uh, 1 John 1 and 9, and then Romans 6 and 23. And then, uh, then the next one, you know, you not only recognize you're a sinner, but you repent. And when you repent, that's the second R. When you repent, you know, you call on the name of the Lord and you ask God to uh, help you to turn your life around, turn it from going your way to his way. And then uh, the third R is receive him as your personal Lord and Savior. And that's, that fits into Romans 10, 9 and 10, because you, you call upon his name as Lord and Savior uh, in that scripture. So hopefully that helps out, Brother Rick. That gives you a better insight of uh, the Roman road. And basically, uh, it becomes a, a part of it becomes a part of our being. It's, Absolutely. it's an everyday habit, and we and we share it every day. Yes, it becomes a part of our being by uh, learning it, growing it, growing in it as a disciple of Christ, and then it becomes naturally a part of our being. So that's very important. So, um, and you have, uh, won't you update us before we go uh, to commercial break, uh, update us on your status, and then we'll have Brother Gary to pray for you as well before you, we go. You go. I, wa I want to find out uh, when, when I'm going to be operated on. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like right now. Okay. We, we spoke to uh, we spoke to, to the uh, urologist. One is going to do the actual surgery, and one is going to guide it. Mm -hmm. So the question is, what what is our schedule like, and what do we need to do mm -hmm. to uh, be in line? Mm -hmm. We want to be according to God's will. Uh huh. And that's what we ask for right now. Okay. So we, we, just, we just want everybody to be, be in line with God's will. Mm hmm That's okay. the important thing right now. My brother, mm -hmm. myself, the two mm -hmm. doctors, and the, uh, and the nurses working with us right now. Mm -hmm. So we just, we, just want to be, we just want to be in one accord. All right. Why don't we take that to the Lord in prayer then? Yeah. Heavenly Lord, Father, we just... Thank you for Brother Rick. And we know, Lord God, that as long as he's on planet Earth, Lord God, you have a work for him to do. And we pray, Lord God, that you would encourage him, strengthen him, and uplift him, Lord God, in his spirit. That you pour your Holy Spirit into his heart and his mind, and that that overflow would move out into his sphere of influence as he talks to people on a day-to-day -day basis, as he's on the phone, as he's counseling Lord God, use him to be a light in a dark place. We pray also for this upcoming surgery, Lord God, that you would assemble the right team at the right time, Lord God, that, that you, Lord God, would guide the surgeon's hands, Lord God, the nurses and the supporting team, Lord God. And we just pray that we as a listening audience tonight would be a team of prayer warriors that would support that effort that you would use us to continue to lift up Brother Rick, Lord God, and strengthen him, Lord, we pray. Be with him. Let them come out a good report out of this, Lord God. 
and encourage him always in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Amen. Brother Rick. Thank you for yeah, your call. You. You. Always, always your good question as well. God bless. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 So we'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. All right, well, welcome back once again to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. And uh, we just want to let you know our phone lines are open and we are here to entertain your questions, comments, and your concerns. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 So don't be shy. Give us a call. We're here to entertain your questions or if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. We always say prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. So make prayer a priority in your life. That's how we have conversations with God is through prayer. That's how we let him know what our needs are, what our heart's desire is. That's how we let him know that we love him and we worship him and we want to be with him through prayer. So vitally important. And so we can't thank you enough for praying for contending for faith, praying for this ministry for so many years. It's made all the difference in the world. Prayer is a powerful thing, and we uh, we know that uh, God has touched many lives through prayer. So we want to encourage you tonight, continue to pray for contending for the faith. But not only that, continue to be generous, continue to give, because we need both prayer, and we need both uh, your generosity and consistent ways to keep the ministry going. There's two ways that you can donate. You can address a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's one way to give. Second way is so much easier. Simply go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the donate button, and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. It's that simple. What a way to let the Lord know that you're trusting him with your finances, that you're trusting him, and it's an act of worship in our giving. We can never outgive God. You know, he, he loves a cheerful giver, and we want to be that. So we want to encourage you tonight. Keep praying and keep giving and keep blessing everyone you come in contact with. All right, Dr. Buckner, we have another caller. All right, let's go to that other caller, Brother Gary. All right, let's go to uh, Sister Lee has a question on Proverbs chapter 8. Hello there, Sister Lee, how are you? I'm great, thank you. And, you know, thank you so much. I called the last time you were on about the loud music in my church, and I took yeah. Gary Bell's suggestion and spoke with the person that was in charge of the sound in the back, kind of like a music minister, and it mm-hmm. was back to normal last week. So thanks be to God. Thank you for oh, your prayer, you. too. Yeah. <laughs> great. And, thanks for the update. And I did get your uh, message and on our oh, voice message machine. Um, yeah. We, don't, we can't retrieve the, uh, the numbers on there, so we always encourage people to be sure 
to leave their numbers so that we can make sure we're able to uh, contact people when we when they they ask us too. So, but thank you no so much. No problem. For that. I I promised to get back to you with the results, so I just wanted to let you know, and then I figured I'd call too. And I did say that I was going to try the what you talked about was sit before God silently and stay there and pray for the Holy Spirit. And I opened the Bible and I went to uh, Proverbs chapter eight, the blessings of wisdom. And I always thought that was about the Holy Spirit, you know, who has the wisdom. But I was confused on verse 23, where it says, Ages ago I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. And it makes it sound as though whoever it's speaking about, and it seems like a person, was created. And and I know the Holy Spirit's not created, so that I just found chapter 8, the blessings of wisdom confusing if you well, it is light it, on that. It, can, it can be confusing and let me try to take diffusion out of confusion and even the uh jehovah's witnesses have used proverbs chapter 8 uh especially with verse 22 when it says the lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before the works of old uh, because they try to argue that this is speaking of Jesus was created. So what is what's going on here is a, a poetic description of wisdom. It's wisdom personified uh, in uh, describing uh, in the feminine gender uh, in the poetic way uh, wisdom uh, is it because it's something here when it's speaking, it is created in the sense that it's God speaking in a poetic way. It is not wisdom that is found like in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, where it talks about Jesus as the power and wisdom of God. So the word wisdom in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 1 is synonymous with uh, John 1 and 1, because when you talk about the word, uh, the word in Greek is logos, and it can mean logic or wisdom of God. So there's never was a time uh, when God's wisdom, when it speaks of Christ, was created, uh, because it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Jesus, this is a scripture on the deity of Christ, Christ the power and wisdom of God. So when we ask the question, when was God's power and wisdom created? It never was, because Jesus is the power and wisdom of God. But when you get to Proverbs chapter of uh, Proverbs 8, it's talking about wisdom personified or in a poetic way that's describing it in the feminine gender, trying to make a point. Solomon is trying to make a point to its readers, but it's not talking about it in an eternal sense, but it's etern talking about it in a finite sense to to get a point across on a poetic level. It doesn't necessarily refer to the Holy Spirit then, because no. God is Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. No, it, it's not, because this is in a poetic way. It's in a okay. wisdom personified, and it's referring to it in the feminine gender, and the Holy Spirit is always referred to in the masculine gender. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the points that you need to really zoom in on is that this is a poetic language that Solomon is talking about. He's talking about wisdom in the feminine gender. The Holy <laughs> Spirit God is always in the masculine gender. Masculine. And so I always rebuke the Jehovah Witnesses even when they try to argue that this wisdom in this chapter and this uh, chapter is talking about Jesus and it's not. So you use those points yeah. that I gave you and it brings uh, sense to the uh, insensible. That's terrific. I'm going to reread it and in coordination with uh, Corinthians chapter one then for, uh, yeah, there you go. Corinthians there you go. one. A, but it's a, it's a tremendous question that you ask. And a lot of people, you're not the only one, but there are a lot of other people that get uh, confused uh, about Proverbs uh, uh, 8, and uh, I hope that I've helped to bring some clarity because being a cult expert and dealing with cults for 51 years, uh, I'm kind of like a spiritual uh, hound dog and dealing with them, and I know pretty much all of their arguments from Proverbs 8 and talking about John 14, 28, when it talks about Jesus is the uh, the, the Father is greater, Jesus said the Father is greater than I. They use all these type of scriptures that try to confuse the average Christian. But if we have done our homework and study it on a deep level, it brings sense. And so, yeah, that would be a good study for you to look at First Corinthians chapter 1 and then uh, look at that in the context and then look at Proverbs 8 and understand that this is in the feminine gender that's why it says her she mm. you know god mm. is never defined in that sense and the holy spirit is never defined in that sense and so this is poetic language and you need to remember that that's important that's wonderful i really appreciate it and especially since i did do what you suggested in terms of you know being sitting still and uh praying for the Holy Spirit, and of course, it led me to the Word. <laughs> so thank you so much. You're welcome. And what you come what you come up with with that in your study, uh, be sure to call us back again and and uh, let us know what you learned from that, from what I said and, and your, your study of it too, because that way we can continue to keep in contact with you and, and hear how the Lord is blessing you to really grow in His Word. Thank you so much, and thank you and again you, for the music uh, remedy. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Lee, I, w I just want to validate you because right away you sensed something was wrong because yeah. you know that God was is never cre was never created. You know, the Holy Spirit was never created, and so that was right. a red flag. And that's great because that's discerning. That's discernment. You knew based on your knowledge of God's nature that he was never created. No one, no. no part of the Godhead was ever created. So that that's that gave you a, a little bit of a clue that something else was going on. But I yeah. didn't have the answer to why it was. So I really appreciate your shedding light on it for me, mm -hmm. both of you. <laughs> you got it. You got it. God mm -hmm. bless you. Keep on you so much. studying and growing. We, we appreciate it. We want uh, others to do that as well. So, and thank you always for your your uh, call as well and the, the research that you did too. So God bless you and your family and, and you take care. God bless you too. Thank you. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Gary, yeah, that was a blessing when we uh, hear from people who uh, is dis- discerning and sensing that there's something not right here. And mm-hmm. then yet they're also calling in and saying, you know what? I know contending for the faith uh, can give me some answers in this area. And she she's wise enough to say, I'm going to call these brothers and just uh, see what God will give them to give to me. So we appreciate people. And we want to encourage others out there. Uh, if you have questions and things on your heart and on your mind, uh, call us or connect with us during the week and keep supporting us because it's people like Lee that we're helping and we're helping out so many others. And you don't want this program to go off the air. So each uh, donation you give and prayer you give, it makes a difference for time and eternity. And I know you want to say something around this as well, Gary. Well, I think also, you know, it, it, she mentioned, and this is what I love about Lee, is she she heard you talking about being still before God. And this is something I believe God is speaking to the church universal right now, that he wants us to be still and know that he's God to sit before him and to be with him. You know, a lot of times we just want to rattle off our list of things that we want God to do, right? Lord, I need this. I want this. And that's part of prayer. But realize that God wants us to be with him. He wants us to sit and be with him, to spend time with him, Mm -hmm. to love on him. And that's so important. You know, we get rushed around and we we jump from this to that. And sometimes we, we rattle off a little two-minute prayer or whatever. And God is saying, look, child of mine, sit and be still so I can speak to you. You know, a lot of times people are all about, I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know what God's will is for my life, as you mentioned earlier. Well, you'll never know unless you ask him and unless you sit before him to hear the answer. You know, it's it's part of, you know, our, 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 our development and our discipleship, you know, we're, we're missing things. There's holes in our information. There's holes in the way we've been discipled. And a lot of times we're missing out on God's will. We're not hearing him because we're not sitting still long enough to, to, to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what God wants. He wants his children to be still, hear his voice. Prayer is not a monologue it's a dialogue we should be speaking to god but we need to allow him to speak to us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i want to encourage the listening audience do like lee did take it and sometimes it's difficult you know it's hard you know with the people in our household the noise levels the tv's on you know the dog is barking and, and there's sirens on the street but sometimes we have to rise up early and get to a solitary place where it's quiet and just sit before God before our day starts. Sit before God right before bed when it's all quiet. And just lean into him. Be still and hear. Listen for his voice. Because he wants you to spend time with him. I can't encourage you enough. And this practice of being still. And it's a practice. It doesn't come easy. You know, Your mind is going to want to wander. And you have to call yourself back and say, you know, just, Lord, let me hear your voice. Just, Lord, let me speak. Let me hear what you have to say to me and and be still and listen for God's voice. And you'll hear, he'll speak to you. You're his child. He loves you. He loves it when we want to spend time with him. So I just want to encourage you, 
listening audience, you know, spend time with God. We can do a lot of, we can get really busy or we can, we can be like Martha or we can be like Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. And see, Jesus said, hey, Mar- Mary has chosen the better part to sit at Jesus's feet. You know, there's always going to be something else to do, but we need to spend that time with Jesus. All right. Well, it looks like we're coming around the curve here to the end of the broadcast. Can you believe that, Dr. Buckner? Yeah, I tell you, time. My mentor, Walter Morton, said time, our mortal enemy, always rushes by with rapidity. And that's what it's doing right now. But what a blessed time we've had, though. Amen. And I just want to remind the listening audience that next week we'll be um, airing one of the best of contending for the faith. We won't be live, but we will be on. And so we want to encourage you to tune in, take notes. We want to encourage you to give and to pray for this ministry. It's so important. Well, we we have come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. And we'd like to thank our engineer tonight. You, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. So please drop us a note and let us know how this program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Please keep us in your prayers until next time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you.